Good morning, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Quest for You. How did you enjoy the interview? Part 2 of my interview with Monk. If you haven't listened, please go back. I published two parts of an amazing interview with a wonderful person who has an important message and I actually listened to it on my podcast app again just because it is so important and he inspires me to meditate. I've actually sat down these last couple of days and meditated again. Even though I'm trying to do so many things, walking, yoga, a little workout routine in the morning, meditation is important to me and I am finding so much peace in meditating. So try it out. But listen to his interview first. It will inspire you and maybe it inspires you to do some other good things that he talks about. But what can I say other than, wow, two weeks. Two weeks already since a shelter-in-place order has been issued by the state of California. Two weeks at home as of today, Monday, without my usual agenda that involved going places, seeing people, doing things, checking off tasks and to-dos. The first week was hard. You can probably hear it in the episodes during that time. But the second week, last week, I slowly came to accept the fact that I can only control what I can control. And although that's momentarily very little, Mostly it is social distancing and keeping my hands clean and away from my face. It can contribute in a major way. Each person that is not infected cannot infect anyone else. This is how we all can stop this virus from spreading. And acknowledging my part in this was really hard for me. I was heartbroken when the gym closed. I didn't immediately accept this new reality because... My freedom was restricted, but by refusing to accept it, I made it only harder on myself. Because, and I have taught you this here on this podcast, every change starts by first accepting where we are. I get it. This virus situation is not easy to accept. Most of us have never been through anything like it. It's so hard to accept it even as something that is real. I told you for the first week I woke up every morning hoping it was all just a bad dream. And it still seems like a movie at times. Never before have I been through so much uncertainty. Yeah, there was some uncertainty leading up to the fall of the Berlin Wall and at the end of communism in Eastern Europe. But despite the uncertainty, there was a positive spirit in the air. We all knew instinctively that something good would come out of it. it. You could just feel it. People were not scared. We were excited for what was to come. Another time that was very uncertain for me was when I went through my green card process. And what specifically stands out from that time was that I felt very alone. I was the only one going through this process and I wasn't sure what was going to happen to me if I didn't get my green card. Right now, this current situation is a lot scarier, but I can almost accept it a little bit easier. 
because we are all affected. Right now, I won't be the only one that loses her job because of this. Or who can't lift weights in the gym or can't climb or is afraid to cover her rent. While we are not in the same boat, because we all have different worries and different circumstances, we are all caught in the same storm. We all struggle in different ways with the circumstances, but we all face the same circumstance. Some of us are older and have to worry about our health. Some of us have jobs that suddenly have gone quiet without any sales, and we don't know what is going to happen to us. I spoke with my mother earlier today, and even though she is over 6,000 miles away, she faces the same restrictions, shelter in place. And there, in Germany, it's even stricter. It's discouraged to gather in large groups other than your own family. A friend of mine has family in Bulgaria. There, they don't want people in parks, so they're taking out park benches. That way, people will not sit and gather in groups in parks anymore. The police drives around and breaks up gatherings of people. And when I talk to my friends, over the phone, on text, we all share the same concerns. I check on my friends, my friends check on me. I have a friend who currently is sick, probably has the virus. I check on him every day. And even though it's a sad fact that unites us all, but for the first time, there is one issue in this world that does affect all of us. Climate change, previous viruses, immigration issues, human trafficking, drugs, Trump, Various people and groups were concerned about these issues, but not everyone. Until now. Now we all talk about the same concern. Our life, our health, our freedom, and our future. I've sent messages to friends all over the world about the same thing. And partially, as strange as this sounds, it gives me peace. This knowing that not only we are in it together, also the hope that we all will come out of this together and better, stronger and wiser than we were before this whole thing. Last week I mentioned some of my concerns around this uncertainty over my future to a couple of close friends. And when they assured me that they would have my back should something happen to me, I felt strangely reassured. What do I mean by that? My friends have always had my back throughout the years and they have always told me they would. But yet, I still felt always very alone because I was the one dealing with the obstacle and they weren't. But now, we're all dealing with the same issue and I don't know if it's because of this, but I felt so much peace when I realized that my friends would support me. So... Two things have happened in week two of this apocalypse, as I like to call it, that I hope happened for you as well in some form or another. I've come to accept slowly my new reality of confinement and distancing and I'm slowly getting to peace. Acceptance 
results in peace. And peace with the circumstances and within myself will allow me slowly to move on with this new reality. I'm already noticing it. There's no more resistance within me. I run my errand to the grocery store if I need to. I go for my walk and I go home. During the first week, I was trying to drive around and see what is open and look around. I was resisting. This week, I accept it. How I'm going to move forward, I don't yet know. But I already feel a lot better this week. Getting up in the morning is still hard. But getting on my yoga mat and then getting out for my walk is getting easier every day. In fact, I raised my step goal from 10,000 to 12,000 last weekend. I started getting creative with my walks. For example, if I'm late out the door in the morning, I run instead to make up for the time. I go to different places to walk, and I discovered Redwood Regional Park here in Oakland, where I have not spent much time at all since I moved back to the Bay Area, and it's only 15 minutes away from my house. Peace in my heart is allowing me to see beyond my own little world and helps me see what I may not normally see. Which brings me to the second of 10 mantras that I covered in episode 552. Peace begins with me. Wherever I go, I bring peace with me. Where there is trouble and grief, the peace must begin with me. Where there is anger and bitterness and frustration, peace can begin with me. Peace lives in my heart and I can draw it forth. I am the source of my peace. The world may be in turmoil, and for the moment it is. I wrote this episode yesterday, Saturday, March 27th. There were 668,000 cases of the coronavirus myth, with over 30,000 deaths. Today there are over 700,000. We're probably going to hit a million tomorrow or Tuesday at this rate. I've been looking at these numbers daily for about three weeks now. On Thursday, March 12th, I recorded episode 548, where I talked about the coronavirus. At that time, we had 121,844 cases and 4,375 deaths. In 15 days, we have tracked over 500,000 more cases worldwide and over 25,000 people have died. This is unlikely to end tomorrow. The best hope we can have is that the growth in this virus and the death rate slows down. So for right now, there is plenty of reason for worry, anxiety, and stress. These are the facts. And this is what I focused on in week one. Every time I read the news, things looked worse. And afterwards, I felt worse. I allowed the outside world to control my inside. Peace begins with me. Whatever the world around me looks like, and yes, right now it's not looking so good. It does not, however, have to create havoc within me. Between the world and me, there is a gap. And that gap is me. I am not the turmoil, so I don't have to identify with the turmoil. 
worry and anxiety come from fear. And fear is often created because we're leaving ourselves and we travel outside into the world. Our thoughts, they grow wings and those carry us out into the future. And since we're unable to grasp the future, especially now, we become very fearful. What will happen? Will I still have a job next week? Can I pay my rent? What about my parents? And without realizing it, we internalize the turmoil. What was once outside of us now takes hold of us on the inside, and as a result, we suffer. However, if we come back home instead, leaving what is outside of us there, on the outside, as a problem that exists in the world, but not within us, and we return home by becoming present with this moment, in this very moment where nothing has happened to us, where we are still safe, that's when we find peace. This doesn't mean we ignore the problem or we belittle it or we pretend it doesn't exist. That doesn't mean that something couldn't happen tomorrow, next week. But we deal with it when it happens, if it even happens. And often, whatever happens looks quite different than what we think it will look like weeks and months prior when we worry about it. Peace begins with me. Wherever I go, I bring peace with me. Where there is trouble and grief, the peace must begin with me. Where there is anger and bitterness and frustration, peace can begin with me. Peace lives in my heart, and I can draw it forth. I'm the source of my peace. Peace is always within me. It's within you too, and you can access it at any time, right now if you want. Presence results in peace. And we gain presence through awareness. It is often when we are unaware that our thoughts grow wings and fly away because we're not paying attention to them. But if we become aware of our thoughts, we can rein them back in and center them on the now. One way to gain more awareness is by focusing on the most essential part of life, breathing. Simply become aware of your breathing. I often do this when I am on my walk, and these days, as you know, I walk every day. I often notice that I'm not breathing deeply, and that's when I start taking a few deep inhales. And then I try to match the length of my inhale and my exhale, meaning I breathe in and then I breathe out for the same amount of time. Here's something important to know about our breath. Every inhale stimulates our sympathetic nervous system. This means our inhale stimulates our body. So if we want more energy, more alertness, we should make our inhale longer than our exhale. Every exhale stimulates our parasympathetic nervous system. So if you want to relax your body and decrease the experience of anxiety and stress, then make your exhale longer than your inhale. And you can practice this by sitting down in your morning meditation to calm yourself or as I do, 
And again, I do it a lot on my walks. Another way to become aware of your thoughts is through silence. Our world, no doubt, has become quiet in the last two weeks. When I go on my morning walks, it's the time that used to be rush hour. And I live in the Bay Area. I know about rush hour. On my walk, I go all the way up into the Oakland Hills. I don't live far away. It's just a very steep hill that leads me up into the hills. And I love it. It's a good workout. And on most days, I have a pretty clear view all the way to the Bay Bridge and into San Francisco. And I could see the traffic, but there currently is no traffic. I can see all the lights. I can see the streets, the pavement on the bridge. It is clear because there are hardly any cars. Everything has come to a halt. And maybe I wonder it's for a reason or several reasons. One of them could be so that we can hear ourselves again. In that stillness, we will invariably find peace within ourselves. And it's that peace that we need to find, not only so that we can get through this tough time, but also that we can help others find their way through it. Today, on my call with my mother, I was able to reframe all her worry about me into something positive. Because I am at peace. I have relinquished the control I never really had, but I thought I had it. I'm aware that how much I can accomplish every day is directly related to my inner state. And I decided that presence in this moment is all I have. This is not to say that I don't care or don't worry at all, but I don't allow my worry to take over my days anymore. I find presence in each day by engaging in activities that help me become present. A calming walk in nature, a Zoom call with friends, a chapter in a book or a video in the online course that I'm taking, my yoga practice. These are all examples of simple activities that keep me engaged and in the present moment. And at the same time, they give me a sense of peace about the future. I wish you the same, my friends. Remember that peace begins with you. And if you find yourself engaged in the same turmoil that is on the news and is happening in real life out there in this world, I encourage you to find something that brings you back to yourself. I gave you a few of the activities that I like to do. And first, I have to say, I was appalled by all the social media activity about home workouts and online courses. But now I'm looking at it differently. Yes, maybe those people will make some money off their packages that they're now selling to us because we're stuck at home. But consider it as things that will keep you not just busy because they're saying we don't have anything to do now that we're at home, which is not true. We still have work to do. But most importantly, they keep us present. They keep us engaged in our life the exercise you're doing, the course you're taking online. You're not worried about the future in those few minutes. And I encourage you, find something that keeps you engaged because it will ground you and it will bring you peace. Much love, my friends. <laughs>